Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Well, welcome back to Recalibrate. And uh, again, I am very blessed to have Mike Perks with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Paul. It's good to be here. And I brought Mike in because today we're going to deal with some challenging topics. Yeah, it's a big topic. It's a big topic, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about the nature of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You've done church history, I think, at school. Yeah, I have. And how often did this issue of the definition of who Jesus Christ will have come up? Well, I think it comes up every time that you're talking about like a new church movement, you know, and tons of disagreements on who was Jesus really. Yeah. Yeah, so it's an important thing that we grasp and we handle. Now, when we say about who Jesus was really, we're not talking about the, the recognition of him being unique and supreme and just, just plain awesome. No, I don't. I think like many, many people, whether they're Christians or not, they recognize that Jesus wasn't an ordinary person, uh, whether they think he was a prophet or a teacher or an important person, they, they recognize he's not just human. So we're, I think, talking about something more specific than that today. Okay, so we're getting down to kind of really clear definitions of exactly who Jesus Christ was. Yeah, and why was he uh, so unique? Right. What made him unique? Now, um, you know, obviously many people listening to us come from a, a background where they just, if I was to say Jesus Christ is the Son of God, Jesus Christ is God, mm-hmm. would just say, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm behind it. Yeah. yeah. But... I think that the, the, the challenge with that is just simply, I think it's really important we are clear on why we believe that and what the scripture evidence is for that and that church history is behind us, that the church over the ages has agreed right. that that is indeed who Jesus Christ is. Yeah, exactly. And I think like even when we were talking about this before, Paul, like we realized that um, even though it took time that the early church realized like that Jesus is in fact God. He is divine, even yeah. though we said it might have taken years for them to, for the theology to catch up with who Jesus really was. So I'm going to read from Colossians chapter 1, because that's where sure. we're studying from at the moment. And um, this passage is, is an amazing account of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. But I want to warn those listening that not only is it an amazing account, it also has created, and to some degree, a little bit of a problem in terms of that fi- that very final part of defining who Jesus mm-hmm. is. So I want to read it, and then we're going to look uh, at a couple of religions today, um, the Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. and the Mormons, right. who believe that Jesus is way more than a human being, mm-hmm. but have a different take on, and this is really where the division comes, as to exactly who Jesus Christ is. Who walked on the earth was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's read this and then we'll we'll kind of refer to it as we go. So verse 15, he is the image. This is who Jesus is. He's the image of the invisible God. Big statement right mm-hmm. there. Firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in the heaven and the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. That's pretty significant. Yeah. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. That's really important. So that everything, uh, in everything he might have supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his 
fullness dwell in him. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or all things in heaven, and to make peace through his blood shed on the cross. Mm. I mean, it's a pretty powerful piece every time you read it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it doesn't change. Yeah. So people have read that, and um, whereas you and I might get out an amazing proclamation of the divinity of Jesus, mm-hmm. the, the, that he is God, right. others have read it and said, He's more than human, but he's not God. So let's right. let's just talk about a couple of those beliefs. Because, by the way, this is not just now. This started immediately after Jesus had resurrected from the dead. Within the first 30 years of the church, right. this argument came up as to whether Jesus was actually God or whether he was something in between God and man, right. but not fully God right. and exactly. not fully man. Yeah. So. Uh, we talk about these modern ones because we know them, mm-hmm. but this is representative of heresies that have come into the church and divisions that have come into the church for the last 2,000 years. Well, and I think we need to really be careful because even as I read this over last night with Sam, I realized like how some of these beliefs even trickle into our beliefs in our churches. Oh. And so maybe we'll go over some of that. Okay, too. I like that. Yeah. So Sam is with us too in, yeah, in spirit. in spirit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is... Uh, Mike's lovely wife. Okay, so Jehovah's Witnesses, um, who you've all probably had knock on your door at some stage, and members of our church have even come from that uh, faith, they believe that Jesus Christ, when you read this passage, now maybe I should give background here. The Jeho- the, they're called the Jehovah's Witnesses because Jehovah is God. Mm-hmm. And, and I think their main belief from their founder is that God is one God. Right. There's no, it's not a trinity. It's a singular right. one God. And so <clears throat> they are really about promoting the name of Jehovah, the one mm-hmm. God. Right. So they cannot accept that there is any kind of break or change or variation or explanation of that. Right. So they can't accept that Jesus Christ would be divine. Right. Because uh, they wouldn't even believe in three persons, one right. God. It's just yeah. one yeah. being. And we'd love yeah. to get into that topic right yeah. now, but we yeah, cannot we go, go there. there. Yeah. We can go. We, we can handle it, but we just time-wise, it's right. not, not doable. Um, so, Mike, what do they believe then about Jesus Christ? So the Jehovah's Witnesses, they, um, I think we were reading about Jesus, that they believe that he was not equal with what we would call God the Father. And they would have even another name for God the Father. They would call him Elohim, I think. Yeah. And so... And he's more impersonal, okay. I think, in their belief. And so Jesus is not equal with Elohim. He's, would, he's, he's an, essentially an angel. Right. And I think they would even put him on par with Michael the archangel. Okay. Yeah. So let's just go over that a little bit. When you read this, it says in the first verse, verse 15, he is the image of the invisible God. Mm-hmm. He is the firstborn of all creation. Right. So there has been a, a, this belief through all the ages that has split the church and those have gone this route have been called cult cults, including Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. That essentially God created this first being, hmm. uh, which the Mormons would call identified with like an archangel. Right. And he became the agent that created the universe. Right. Uh, he was the agent to create the universe. He would, but he was the firstborn of all creation. Hmm. He's not God. Right. But uh, he is the agent through which all of creation has been created. Hmm. So he's working under God, has immense power, yeah. but he's not God himself. Right. Yeah, so that's the belief they would have, just even from this first passage, just from one verse. Yeah. 
where it says firstborn over all creation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and how is that different from what we would what we would believe in our church? So the church, our church and, and, and the, the church through the ages mm-hmm. has really wrestled with this. Now, you've got to remember our theology is not based on one passage. Right. So there's many other places we go to. We try to seek to read the whole scripture mm-hmm. to get an understanding of who Jesus Christ is because it's such a mind-blowing truth. Yeah. We believe that Jesus is God. Yeah. Uh, he was he's eternal. Mm-hmm. He was not created. Right. He did not come out of God. He is God. Right. They've all been one. And again, I can't get into the Trinity today from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And there is no beginning. Right. They existed before matter existed. Yeah. They made matter out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the uh, the aspect of the of God who has created. Right. He is the Logos Word. Right. He is the creating force. But it's a unified oneness that does it. Yeah. Right. So that's that's where we as a church and as the churches in general come from is a division between us is that they would say that he is an angelic being created by God yep. and we would say no he the man Jesus Christ had the fullness that's what it says later yep. on the fullness of God dwelling in him yep. Yep. so it is divine it's the full God right. he, he's fully God and yep. fully man yep. and not a created being right and I know we talked about this before as well but even the Greek term, and we're not going to get our whole theology hung up on um, the connotation of Greek words, but one thing I was even reading, Paul, was that when they talk about firstborn here, that it lends itself more to um, talking about heir and being an heir and a position rather than a um, origin. A biological issue. It's more about preeminent. Yeah, it's about being above all other things. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so, and then another group that people will meet... Now, when you meet the Jehovah's Witnesses, just be careful. I got thrown when I was a young Christian mm. because I didn't know a lot of stuff. And one of the key passages for us is, is John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was right. the Word, and the Word was with God. Yeah. So that's this idea of the creating being being with God right. and was God. Yeah. Right? Key passage. Mm-hmm. Because it openly declares that Jesus we believe is Jesus God. is God. Yeah. He was the, he's, he's the aspect of God who created, but he is God, mm-hmm. equal, one, no division. And uh, when I read that passage, I was, you know, that's of great faith. And then I met this Jehovah's Witness on the street, and they stayed and they brought up their Bible, and they said, no, it doesn't say that he was God. It says he was uh, a God, a God yeah. right? Small g, like, yeah. a, like an angel, right? Yeah. Um, and I was thrown. I didn't know that they had changed the Bible. Hmm. So they, they, the original texts say he is God, but they'd right. gone... And their, their faith is not that old. What's a hundred years, maybe yeah, 150 right. years old? I think 1800. Yeah. So they just went in and actually changed some of the scriptures right. that they felt had were not right. Hmm. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. So just be careful yeah. Yeah. when you get in an argument; it will become complicated. I wouldn't encourage it to but be. But Paul, also, you've been encouraging the church every Sunday to actually get your Bible out. And well, there you go. Yeah, yourself, you got to right? read it. You got to read it for <laughs> oh, yourself. Oh, read the Bible, but don't. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm just saying, uh, be careful of getting yeah. into a conversation with a Jehovah's Witness until you're ready. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Read your own Bible, yeah. not somebody else's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the other group that people will encounter is the Mormons. What do the Mormons believe? Yeah, so the Mormons even have a different belief than the Jehovah's Witness. And so about Jesus, they would say, I think they would even say Jesus was literally the firstborn creation. Are they the ones who would say that he is equal even to Adam? Yeah, their theology gets quite complicated because yeah. they go back. Uh, to be honest, 
uh, from my understanding, and you and I were talking about yeah. this, it's a very American-created faith. Yeah, it is. I mean, they believe that Jesus was in North America before even going anywhere else, right? Yeah, they, and they believe also... Yeah, they talk about these two groups of people on the North American continent yeah. and this wrestling back and forth, the good guys and the bad yeah. guys. Yeah, And they believe that Jesus is equal to Lucifer. Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah, again, yeah. this idea of angelic being right. who is created by God or came out of came out of this whole thing right. and they're brothers and they're fighting. So they have a, what we call a dualistic kind of belief system. Right. They believe Jesus is equal to the devil, that this is a war between good and evil, right. and Jesus will eventually conquer and bring all things back to God. Right. Um, but we don't believe that. No, and to me that seems to negate like how supreme Jesus is. Like it's an, I don't believe that it's an equal battle between Jesus and Lucifer. Like, Jesus already has one victory. He already has. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, dualistic means that this idea that God is fighting against the devil and we're not sure who's going to actually win right. until yeah. the last minute. We're holding our breath. We're holding... Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen? Now, yeah. we hold our breath over individual lives, yeah, for sure, because sure. yeah. we yeah. see the battle rage. But in yeah. terms of the, the eternity and destiny, uh, the ultimate outcome, it's not even right. in question. No, it's but sometimes, and it's a hard thing to get your head around, the Bible says the, Satan is actually God's servant. Hmm. Um, because God foreknows everything, Satan right. can't but help even when he yeah. seeks to go against God, he's actually ultimately serving God's right, purposes. Exactly. How, frustrating, yeah. how frustrating he must yeah, be. Exactly. <laughs> he's like that coyote in uh, Roadrunner. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his always. name? Wiley. Wiley, Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote. Yeah. He's always trying to blow up yeah, Roadrunner. Exactly. It, it always never ends well for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's what the Mormons believe. And I know that some of this say sounds strange, but I think through the ages, what it's been about is people really struggling to accept Jesus as the Son of God. Now, we were, by the way, just in the case of Mormonism, I would just give a warning in that regard to that faith is I find that they, whereas the Jehovah's Witnesses are very upfront about what they believe, mm -hmm. behind the Mormons, you have to kind of dig quite deep. Right. And like I watched the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. There's some singing groups out of Brigham Young's okay. University, some yeah. male a cappella groups and mm -hmm. female groups, and, right. and and they sing like top notch. They are unbelievably yeah. good, right? And they sing hymns mm -hmm. that we know. Yeah, they do. And gospel songs and yeah. contemporary Christian songs. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I saw a Mormon choir once, and they sang that a song of first of John chapter one that you were just quoting. Oh, and the right. was the word, and the word was with God. <laughs> so you, that was the whole song. Yeah, so you're like, <laughs> wait a minute, or maybe they do believe yeah, the same right. as yeah, What's going exactly. on here? And so on the surface, when you read the statement of faith, they state very clearly, we believe Jesus died for our sins, we believe Jesus paved right. the way, we believe Jesus did all this, but then when you get further on, it comes, then the weirdness starts. Yeah. Like, well, we actually believe Jesus was on North America. He kind of came from North America. Right. He definitely is white with blue eyes and white teeth. And uh, he was fighting against his brother Satan. Right. Yeah. And then you go, wait a minute, they don't believe in the divinity of Christ. They believe in a created being who right. is an angelic being. And, and another thing that always fascinates me is they have the Book of Mormon, which is on par with... Uh, the Bible yeah, as well. Yeah. Now a lot of everybody yeah. does that. Yeah. Everybody has. They the, have their own book. Yeah. The Watchtower yeah. has the yeah. Watchtower books that right. help you understand what the Bible's saying. Don't read the Bible for yourself. Read our literature, yeah, which right. will tell you what the Bible's How actually. To interpret yeah, it, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So just be careful with those groups because you you may not initially see the distinctions because there is a little bit of. Uh, 
uh, trickery going mm-hmm. on there right. to not just openly say, well, we don't believe exactly, we don't believe the same as you guys. Right. You know, Jesus yeah. is different to us, yeah. right? So that's it, fascinating. Okay, well, let's finish this up. Uh, we've read this passage. You can see there as you read it again, if you read it with their mindset, you say, oh, wait a minute, you know, this passage is kind of seeing that he's a little bit, he's he's really amazing, but he maybe he's not God. But then there's other places where we see like the fullness of God in him. Mm, right. You know, and we spoke last week about, last time about how to to free us from our sins and from our bondage. We needed somebody even more than this, so on and so forth. Right. Michael, sorry, Mike. <laughs> I've been talking about Michael the Archangel. So yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not that level. I'm not that level. Yeah. Um, you and I were talking beforehand, and we yeah. came to a conclusion. The number one evidence, and I think mm-hmm. I want to leave people with something where they just absolutely have rock-solid foundational right. evidence yeah. that Jesus is more than even an, an angel, that yeah, he, is he is God. God. Yeah. The number one evidence, what is it that you and I talked about from Scripture? Yeah, we talked about worship, and that we, even the idea that we are allowed and instructed to worship Jesus and um, like there is uh, the Jewish people knew not to worship anybody except the one right. true God and so the fact that we're instructed to worship Jesus and even this pas- passage in Colossians is this beautiful poem of worship you know it's this beautiful um, yeah segment of scripture where we're reflecting on the supremacy of Jesus and how he is above all other things it points us to understand that he must be God it, 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 he wants us by the end of it to be lifting our hands up yes, and giving exactly. glory to the name of Jesus yeah. so you could get caught in some of the details mm-hmm. which get balanced against other details in scripture and completely forget to worship yeah right whereas this is about by the time you've read it you're meant to be going praise the name of God yeah you know and I think that's so true. I think that is the most easiest way to to, to get settled in one spirit who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. God would never allow, like angels would come sometimes in the Old Testament and meet with people. Right. The angel Gabriel met with Mary. Yeah. And they would, sometimes people would start to worship the angel mm-hmm. out of awe of the being. Yeah. And the angel would say, no, don't do that. Do not worship. Yeah. Angels do not receive worship. Yeah. And the only one who receives worship is God Almighty. Yeah. And yet the whole tenor of the New Testament writers, Paul and everybody else, mm-hmm. is to for us to worship the, our living Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. If we're worshiping him, he is God. Yeah. That's all there is That's to right. it. I love that. Yeah. Simple. It's easy. Cuts through all the theology. Yeah. And then you can go backwards and kind of work out, reconcile some of these scriptures as right. to... I don't think this... I think this passage is, is about worship. And I think some of the details are just filling in... Like it is teaching us that Jesus is the agent who created the universe, yeah. um, but uh, but He is God to be worshipped. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so be encouraged, people of God. We've gone through some pretty deep stuff here today, and uh, not to un- 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 shake you, but to get you thinking about mm-hmm. the Word. This is what this is about. But at the end of it, this truth that Jesus is elevated in Scripture to the point of being worshipped as God right. um, is such a a comforting. A thing to us. You don't even have yeah. to be theological to understand no. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you can argue that with anybody who comes to your door uh, yeah. with a beautiful smile. Yeah, yeah make sure you smile. Yeah. <laughs> that Jesus is to be worshipped. Yeah. Awesome. He is the Son of God. He is God. Mm-hmm. Bless you as we continue on this journey through the book of Colossians. I pray that these things have really got you thinking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Awesome. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. 
For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com. Let your kingdom come, let your will 